Welcome to Behind the Sass. I'm your host, Aaron Howerton, and if you can believe it, it's been another week, which means it's time for another episode, which is a schedule entirely driven by me. Um, I had a friend text me the other day, actually, and accused me of interrupting his podcasting because uh, I got in the, in the way, my new episode got in the way of his, his normal rhythm of episodes. Um, I didn't apologize because I'm having way too much fun doing this. Folks, first, let me just shout out to anyone that does this consistently because my gosh, it's hard working full time and maintaining that schedule and also finding a way to try to put something that feels useful together, whether it is or not, I leave up to you. It's challenging, but I have a lot of fun doing it. So if you're listening or you subscribe on any platform, um, it's appreciated very much. Don't get me wrong. Seeing those numbers tick up even just the tiniest bit feels useful. This week, we're talking about metrics. That's kind of the theme of the whole month, actually. Last week, I talked about architecture and architecture pieces that I think need to be there for metrics. Like the number one thing, and I'll it's in this one too, if you don't have a partner account reference across your data, you just can't roll things up to the partner. Big surprise. This week, it's all about show me the money. Okay. Um, before I get too deep, though, I want to call out, there is a link to sign up for a partner connection uh, event. I'm going to host later this month. I'm still putting together details. Stay patient. I've got about 22 people signed up. A lot of them I don't know. I'm very excited about that. Um, and I'm honestly still putting the pieces together to try to make that uh, a fun half hour to an hour so we can squeeze in there. Um, hopefully going to build more around that and, and, and build more community and sense of connection around that. And, you know, um, and I talked to a friend of mine, uh, Asher, over demand base, and, and he gave me some good context for how to structure this, right? So what you're hearing on the podcast here, what I'm doing on the newsletter, that is conversation. That's where I'm writing things, pulling ideas, listening to what's in the community, circling things back, hopefully relevant, at least some of the time. This piece here um, that I'm going to be doing, at least this meeting, that's about building connections. You've got the conversation. You can join the thing for the conversation, for the connection. And then if you really want larger community, there are places to go. In particular, uh, Partnership Leaders, uh, Asher's one of the founders there, um, is a place I've had a lot of value and finding a lot of opportunity. Really, just even a place to give back. That's a big thing. During the time that I was unemployed these past few months, being able to go there, offer value and engagement, have conversations, get pinged for people. Have, it was just very helpful. It felt very fulfilling to kind of give all that back. So that's my pitch for all that. And we're already three minutes in. This week, this was a tough one. I really wanted to talk about leading indicators versus lagging indicators. Um, and it was really driven by one post, but it ended up becoming a lot harder. And, and that's because it was driven by this one post by a guy named Eddie Reynolds, who uh, is a CEO of a consulting group that does uh, RevOps scaling. I've connected with Eddie. We've, we've chatted a little bit over LinkedIn, but he put a post up about pipeline velocity. And I've heard about this concept. Um, and so I just got into it. I read his newsletter. I really got sucked into that for a few weeks and then started looking into leading versus lagging indicators and looking at all the stuff that we track in partnerships is mostly lagging indicators, right? We're looking for sourced APR, influenced APR, closed one deals if you're doing referral um, or maybe a channel channel sales or resellers, whatever you want to call it in your business. It's all this past tense, like anything past tense, that's like, like lagging indicators. And pipeline velocity feels like a leading indicator. It's giving you a track on like the dollars moving through your pipeline 
in, in a lot of different views in terms of like daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, you can, you can, you can look at the numbers that way. Um, I've commented his post over on my newsletter where I'm talking about the same thing and you can go read it there. And then I found another post over at a company called Square Two where they actually give you some numbers. I, I just got kind of lost in, in studying and reading about pipeline velocity. And I'm fascinated to see how it would look in light of like partner details. What got me excited about it is that it's a, it's an active number, right? It's a thing where it's a, it's a single number. That's kind of Eddie's thing. Like, here's a single number. Quit looking at all this other stuff. Give your team a single number to focus on. And then you can work the pieces that go into that number. So you can work your number of deals you have coming through. You can work on your average deal size. You can reduce the time to close. All these things can increase that velocity. And that velocity gives you an idea of how much is moving through your pipeline based on your time period, whether it's a day, a week, a month, however you're doing the math. It's so fascinating. Like, wouldn't that be interesting if you could get to a point where you're tracking partnership velocity, your partnership pipeline velocity, and then compare that to your direct velocity. And I got to looking around going, great, what other leading indicators are there? Um, yeah, the pause that you just heard is, is kind of what I found. Like it's, it's tough. Now, if you know some, please, I've been looking for a couple of weeks, um, doing some digging, email me, ping me, tell me what you're looking at. Because I even went out and asked the chat AI, the chat GPT, whatever it is. Um, and they gave me back lagging indicators or maybe not lagging. I've heard net promoter score was in the list. I've heard that as a leading indicator because it's an indication of satisfaction, which hints toward likelihood to churn, et cetera. But the thing about even lagging leading in, leading indicators, right? This is what, what I got to. The thing about leading indicators versus lagging indicators, what you try to get to, and even pipeline velocity, you have to have lagging indicators, which means the thing that really matters is data. Once again, you need good architecture. You need good data. You need good process and governance for maintaining that data so that you can get the lagging data that you need to build your trending reports and have any hope of getting to a predictive state in the future. I was thinking about this. And then Chris Murray over at Lead Forensics dropped a post a couple of days ago. And... He was arguing something completely different, but what he didn't know he did was give me the perfect visual with a minor edit to highlight all I ever really want to see when it comes to partner metrics. Um, so he's arguing, Chris is talking about like if you're investing in go-to-market rhythm and investing in this, investing now, partnerships. He's just arguing for an investment in partnerships. Build your ecosystem. And he has this diagram um, with the funnel, basically, right? The sales funnel with lead gen all the way to retention, right? top to bottom, not on the side, like not a bow tie, but a, a top to bottom kind of uh, time glass, right? It gets thin, gets big, you know what I'm talking about. He's got that, and he's got this nice little sidebar with partners next to it, kind of highlighting, you know, partners with the parentheses. It, it covers all this. Partners is top to bottom in the funnel. Partners can help you improve lead gen. They can open the door for better discovery through what they know about the business. They can assist in your sales process through getting alignment and co-selling. They can focus on delivery through services partners. They can help with success through like tier one support. They can help with retention and bring them into the renewal and make sure that you and your tech partners, for example, are both working the renewal because your tech works together. Like he's, it's not wrong. It's completely hundred percent right. But what he also did in giving me that graphic was show you exactly what I want to see when it comes to partner metrics. I want to take all the core company metrics. This is really what I want. 
You got direct sales data for your close rate and for your velocity and for your pipeline generation and whole nine yards. Great. I want to see that filtered by partner or filtered by program. That's what I want. Leading, lagging, whatever you got. I want to see it by partner. I want to see it by program. Saving yourselves a whole lot of effort in building custom reports. Now, yeah, okay, there's other stuff we need to track. I don't get me wrong. There's partner recruitment, right? There's project status and integration and adoption. I get all that. I get all that. But if you don't have anything, start by just getting that partner filter built out across your core data set. Then you get to speak the language of the rest of the business. You get to speak the language of direct. You get to speak to customer success in terms of retention overall and retention by partner. Wouldn't that be cool? Like, oh, check it out. Partner A's retention rate for our customers that come through partner A or sourced by partner A or serviced by partner A or integrated with partner A. Those customers have a retention rate that is 10% higher than our non-integrated customer, right? Those are really fascinating insights. And if you can get that partner level filter built out across your data set, you can share language with literally every department. Let's look at what you're looking at and let's look at it by partner and program. And we can show you the impact of partnership and program. What I feel is really going to happen when you do that is that you're going to open a door to help people realize the real impact of partnerships on your business. So whether it's lagging, whether it's leading, whether it's pipeline velocity or sourced, whether it's deal reg, whether it's inbound lead gen, retention, NPS, break it all down by partner and by program. And I think you'll start to see some really revolutionary changes happen in your business because people will start to understand that when you bring in partnerships, everything looks better. Special thanks this week to my friends over at Partner Hacker who are going to be helping me promote this newsletter on an ongoing basis into the future. Stay tuned for more on that and just stay tuned. And thank you. Thank you for taking 10 minutes to listen. Uh, whether it's you, my love, my wife, uh, Brandon, who I'm annoying, or the people I don't even know yet. Thank you. It is much appreciated. I hope you have a phenomenal week.